There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan and Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo, somewhere in Thailand still as we uh, sail on without him. He's still alive. We got a text. Hey, yeah, this morning. Yeah. He's doing all right, evidently. So uh, Toledo's out there a few more days, and then Brett doesn't have to do double work, which hasn't been too hard. <laughs> nah, I mean, we, we, we're going to make Toledo do more when he comes back because we're discovering how little he actually does. <laughs> Brett can finish the job. He's out of here by 12. It's easy. It's great. Uh, anyway, uh, we get that together. Uh, Brett and I are fresh off of a beautiful night at the uh, AMC Ahwatukee. Double date. Double date. Yeah, my friend Colin and I and uh, Brett and Medea. Up there at uh, the glorious Smokey and the Bandit. I mean, that there's nothing more you can say than the glorious Smokey and the Bandit. Song. Colin pointed something out during the movie that I didn't realize was like the just the fact that if it was a today, and not that it's you know it's it's a problematic movie for today's standard anyway, but just the fact that it's uh, if if it were released today, there'd be so many plot points. You'd be like, that, well, this is stupid. Like, and there's the fact that uh, they had 28 hours to get. From Atlanta to Texarkana and back. When did that clock start? Because Bandit goes and buys a new car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the part where you really get uh, timeline problems. Because I have timeline problems with all of Adam Sandler's really stupid movies. Uh, he gets a new car. Not only that, he gets personalized plates. When did he have time to get band <laughs> one plates? Because Colin goes, yeah, geez, he, he had 28 hours and he ended up getting personalized plates with a you know vanity plate up front, too, with the Confederate flag. I mean, he went shopping. He paid extra for that. You and know, he I mean, killed a good 12 hours shooting the load on the Trans Am. So it was, uh, it was a very strange kind of like, huh, they didn't really pay attention to how stupid the audience is or they didn't care. Because there's so many things in that that like certain shots are the same road like multiple times. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's you a take really... little uh, road breaks too. After going breakneck speeds, oh yeah, you can pull over for your little side picnic, get a little action. Yeah, you had to bang frog for a second for no reason at all, and good for and, him. And then pulled over to give uh, Fred a couple of hamburgers at one point, and then got right back on it talking about how they're out of time. But just keep going uh, for no reason. Jerry Reed's fight. I still don't understand why that happened outside of just running over bikes. 
Well, they they just, they they made the movie for rednecks back in the yeah, day. It was for and idiots. Those, those hillbillies yeah. didn't. Nobody. Yeah, cared. that's right. Run them motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, over. I was still happy though. And then at the end, when the police are chasing, and then it, they get to the fairgrounds to deliver the cores. I'd forgotten how the police just kind of disappear from the scene. There, there's hundreds they of them. They get in. He drives yeah. right by them. Yeah, no they, problems. They, they drive right onto a racetrack. Crossing a race, the track. Currently a race is happening. There are no guardrails in the 70s. No seatbelts. No. No. It, it's just an outrageously stupid movie. And the best part was at the end of it, a guy came out while we're walking out and goes, thanks for talking about this this morning, guys. I would have never known this was a thing until I'm like, oh, my God, how pathetic. And he goes, I know. AMC like, owes us. I'm here, too. AMC absolutely owes us. <laughs> Worst part, 10 minutes into the movie, screen goes dark, and it's just sound for like five. So we had to have – they started the whole thing over. We got to watch the first 10 minutes <laughs> twice. Stupid movie. Ridiculous. But fun. Yeah. Yes, it was dumb, but it's fun. It's Megan Stad's birthday, and uh, she said to me, not because – it had nothing to do with Megan Stad's birthday. In the middle of the day, she goes – is that right if I don't go to this? I'm like, you don't want to go see Smoking the Bandit? She goes, and I'm like, nope, you can't go. Never mind. We're yeah. not doing it. You're not. I'm taking only people who want to go. I text my buddy Colin, who I know is a, he used to be a movie reviewer, and we've talked about this movie since I've known him. And I just said, hey, off chance, you want to fire up there? I got the extra. Uh, you want to tag along? And he said, uh, he goes, I'm, I'm literally going to cancel plans for this. He was in the middle nice. of doing nice. other things. He canceled plans to go see this terrible, terrible movie that would survive two seconds with today's audience. It's so much we've advanced so far in 45 years with what we'll tolerate and still have Fast and Furious. And uh, just it was the number two movie behind Star Wars in 1977. Without Star Wars, it would have been the number one movie of 1977. Man. And it is. There's no script. There's no reason for it. It's it's just a, a good time. Coors commercial. That's what it is, though, really. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah, it's just a good time, and it was. Again, last night, just fun. But just looking at it with new eyes and just laughing the whole time like this is – our parents were dumb. <laughs> just flat dumb. But you couldn't do that movie today. Nope, problematic all the way around. You'd have to cut Jackie Gleason completely out of it. Poon hanging around with all these showbiz f- <laughs> is one of the funniest parts of the movie. The, the, actually, the crowd laughed really hard at that because we all knew it was coming. Everybody knows the movie. Oh, and I was really happy to see that a dad brought his child. There was like an eight-year-old sitting next to me. Oh, it's great. But I can't go to movies anymore because of other people. And uh, there was a guy in the theater. I don't know where he was sitting, if it was directly next to me or something else, who hasn't washed his feet since summer starts. Uh, And it was... Maybe walk to the theater. Oh, it was that I don't wear socks vans remember when people would wear vans and no socks and i did it i did, I did it, it too and we have to keep those uh, those shoes had to stay in the garage yep there was a guy near me that uh had the stinkiest feet of all time i'm like this is why i only watch movies at home now i can't do this now all i'm focused on is if that guy wiggles his feet again i'm gonna get a barrage of beach sand dog <laughs> and like tuna cans floating into my nose it was awful wash your feet if you're going to go out in public, oh, pigs. Brutal. It was gross. But, uh, yeah. But Colin had a good idea, too. He told me at the end, he goes, you guys, with your little radio program there, should do a problematic movie night where we take a movie that could never happen today, like Smokey and the Bandit, and, uh, and run it. And, and just screw you, woke world. Watch this. We're going to go enjoy. Most For, 80s and 90s Almost movies. all the oh, – yeah. but yeah. they have to be successful. They have to be big movies, like a huge hit. 
that couldn't, you know, people would just be afraid to do it. My first thought, like Revenge of the Nerds has a, a rape in it, like a yeah. a vicious, you don't know, rape in it for laughs. When uh, what's his name puts the helmet on and convinces Lewis, yeah, yeah. Lewis, Lewis convinces Butch. that girl that it's uh, that she's effing her boyfriend and it's him, and then he reveals later you've just been raped and she's happy about it, like it is because it was so good it's a service, right? Because she got nerd donged so good, she couldn't t- and dropped girl, all charges. Fact of the matter is, <laughs> girl's so dumb can't tell by touch or feel uh, when she's having sex with a guy. That she thinks is her boyfriend, she can't tell the difference at all. By she's so stupid, any D makes her believe that well, this is the guy I'm supposed to be with. And uh, you know, there was quite a bit of difference between Ted, Ted McGinley and Lewis. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, she was a whore. That's what they want you to think, <laughs> and that's a funny scene. Maybe not in today. If, if it were released today, there would be people losing their minds. There's a rape in the middle of this movie for laughs. I want to show that one. That's like first on my list. I want to put that out there. Airplane, airplane, on the list. So many. There's sure. there's a joke every half yeah. a second in that thing, and and uh, they're all like gay and racist. And I speak jive. I speak jive. The jive guys would be. We want. I want to do. Collins right. It would be a hit, but AMC would owe us. I, I want to do a free night. AMC gives us a theater. Everybody has to buy like popcorn or a Coke or something. That's where they make their money anyway. And we just fill that thing up with people eating M and M's and popcorn. And watch movies that you're not supposed to watch anymore. Porky's. Porky's is yeah, that would be awesome for sure. Kicking it off with Blazing Saddles, of well, course. See, I now mean. I want to build to Blazing Saddles. Oh, you want so that I, to be the finale? I think that would be the okay. summer series finale. All right, all right. Blazing Saddles, and we do it like you know, at a drive drive-in or something. It's just it, it. It was fun to watch a movie that didn't have the littering. Alone, we were laughing so hard at the fact that there was just so much littering thrown and, out. Yeah, they yeah. just toss a cup. If they have a cup, it goes on the ground, and uh, like that kind of stuff, we're so finely tuned to now that if there's littering on a screen at the end of a movie, they talk about how ecologically sound they were with the uh, in the credits. Like they didn't do this, this, and this. There was no one littered. No animals were harmed. No littering happened. And the funny part is that was around the time those Iron Eyes Cody yeah. commercials were running yeah. on TV. Just, and every five like, I don't care. I'm living my own life. I don't care. Who wasn't even Native American? No. Yeah, I started thinking like you know that uh, Back to the Future was the number one movie of 1985. It has an attempted rape in it for a plot twist, a plot point. Yeah, Biff. Biff is going to rape yeah, Marty's mom. a little mom. aggressive. Never once do they mention that the authorities should be alerted, that there is an absolute rape involved. He gets physical with her. It's kind of scary. Hilarious. I need to get Wintermeyer to sell this for us because yeah. this would be great. It's a great idea. Yeah. Problematic movie night. And then somewhere in the law, uh, we'd say, uh, you know what? Take that, f- <laughs> homo F words. And that would be on our, our bed. Like, wow, they're saying it the, the wrong way because we're not talking about gays. We're talking about uh, people we don't like anymore. Just jerk-offs that are, like, yelling about litter and stuff. We want to watch movies that are funny and not care so much about their political statements. The message. Yuck. Top Gun. It's got loads of sexism and all sorts of stuff. Toxic masculinity. Pretty in pink. Yeah. Bachelor Party. Bachelor Party. (laughs) Classic. I don't know that I want to sit through that one again. Ah, Why not? Yeah. Uh... Like there's there's a bunch of them out there, a bunch of them, and just problematic movies that you'd be like, can't do that today. But you're right, Blazing Saddles is the 
It's the coup de gras. 16 candles. I mean, yeah, 16 the candles. That's rape. The rape yeah. and that at the end. Like, rape was hilarious to yeah. people in the 70s and 80s. Because, yeah, he rapes the prom queen at the end. Yeah. And has to ask her, did we do it? And she's like, I think so. I think I did. I think you did rape me last night when I was incapacitated. Was I good? <laughs> and she liked it. Like, every time there was a rape, like, the message sent in all those 80s movies were, look, just get her passed out and give her the goods. She'll like it. They always like it. <laughs> no woman fought back. No one ever said, I can't believe this has happened. Try sleeping with a lady that isn't uh, that doesn't know your name while she's asleep and then wake up with her in a Rolls Royce and see if she, well, maybe the Rolls Royce will sell her. Might but sell it. Still, it's, it's just uh, when you think about it with today's eyeballs, you're like, man, everyone should be canceled. Sally Field shouldn't be allowed to work because she was in that movie with Jackie Gleason just enjoying herself. He's calling everybody every sexist name, homo F word and stuff. Barrel of monkey nuts. Barrel of monkey nuts, which is a great line, and I don't even know what it means. But uh, making fun of Sheriff Branford because he's a black man with a job. It's just, it's, it, we were different. And it's not that far removed. It's in our lifetime. Hilarious. So we're, we'll work on problematic movie night. I'm not sure where we'll do it. But all you yahoos can roll out, throw your suggestions at us and say, we want to watch this. But... Uh, it, as I was driving home, I started thinking about all those movies that you can't do today. What's funny is there's a, uh, a lot of them that you don't even realize would be problematic now. Tons. Like, oh, that is? Oops. Tons. I still like that movie. I didn't yeah. think about Back to the Future until you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Back yeah, to the Future has right. a, a, an attempted rape that no one ever talks about. And almost incest, too. Because she was and ready to in, jump. Incest yeah. is, I mean, again, that's, yeah, that's it's uh, it's awkward. <laughs> it's all awkward. <laughs> But I would love that. Yeah, Bachelor Party is – that's on there. I'm trying to think of other ones, but there's tons. There's tons. Now they're coming in. we got, obviously, Blazing Saddles, oh, yeah, Airplane. That's, that's um, the, the king of it all is Blazing Saddles. The Secret. Oh, and Naked Gun probably. Yeah. I, I don't remember if Naked Gun would be something that could go again, but I'm sure there's jokes in Naked Gun that would make you – well, OJ's in it. So I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty sure you can't run yeah. OJ movies in the theater anymore. Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, that was a gem. A gem. <laughs> Could you run the Die Hard when he had the the I hate N-word sign that he had to wear in order to draw sure, the guy? why not? Let's I, throw it in there. We'll throw that in the mix. Anything that's got terrible got words that. in it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, you know, yeah, that's strange. We got a bunch of them we could throw in there. We, we got to do this. Yeah. We got to make yeah, this Problematic up. movie nights like, ooh. Caddyshack. Caddyshack, for sure. Just for the line uh, when they're smoking weed, and he goes, "It's good stuff. I got it from a Negro." <laughs> the audience would just gasp in horror. <gasps> oh. Animal House, underage girls. Animal House. How many movies are about? Well, remember the movie Class? Oh yeah, With, oh uh, yeah. McCarthy, Rob Lowe, and Jacqueline Bissett, and two sixteen-year-old boys go visit this guy's mom, and he basically. Has that all those movies, Gary and Wyatt? All, yeah, back all those movies about kids with adults. Uh, tons of them. Now, I don't want to necessarily run, uh, you know, uh, the, the my tutor. There's that like one, that. my, my tutor, tutor was and then what's the one with uh, blame it on Rio or something? Michael oh, Caine. Yeah, anything that. Uh, yeah. Oh, and all Woody Allen movies are weird. Manhattan's about him wanting a 16 year old girl, and it starts with him telling Mariel Hemingway, "Don't tell your parents about this." It's just nothing but trouble. History of the World Part One. Oh, all the Mel Brooks. Everything. And pretty Mel much Brooks Elmer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'm excited about this thing we're not probably going to do because it's going to be too hard. The second AMC says forget it. Summer oh. series. They're playing this. this the summer series. It. The jerk. Oh, yeah. Great suggestion from Corey James Newburn. The toy. Yeah. Where he buys a black man. Have a black man purchase. <laughs> That's right. We we watch the toy and then have and what I'd want to do after is have a discussion with things that stood out with the audience. Say what what in this movie could we not do today? So Q and A basically. Q and A after. Okay. Say that part where he says the thing about uh, yeah, that's probably trading places. Yeah, yeah. Is that maybe Fast Times at Ridgemont? Does trading High? places have some awkward stuff in it. I'm sure as far one. as the uh, um, stuff that you're you're sub. Rejecting women. I mean, Jamie Lee was a... a she was a know, prostitute, though. Yeah. So it was voluntary. Maybe. I got to watch well, that again. Well, you got, who will be putting the cools out on my floor? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably lines that would have to be cut. Hard stereotypes. Yeah. Some of it. The poor black man and the... Right, maybe. Yeah, that one might. Just to watch it, it would be fun, though. I don't I don't mind that. But yeah, interesting. Blue Lagoon. Uh, underage Brooke Shields. I don't know if I'd want to see that see, again. No, hold on a second. Now, now we're getting into the thing that people just <laughs> Well, they're just digging want. into it. I don't yeah, know. That's what this, I'm reading off. It ain't me. Uh, that is a, oh, there's a movie called, uh, was it Pretty Ladies or something like that? Uh, little, well, no, it wasn't Little Women. That's that. Little alpha. Foxes or. Uh, no. Well, that one's crazy because yeah. that's where uh, uh, Armand Asante has sex with teen girls at a camp because their, their goal Tatum is to. Tatum O'Neill. Yeah, he, he humps Tatum O'Neill and the, their goal is to lose her virginity by the end of summer camp. And she bangs a forty-year-old, and it's that's never discussed again. Oh, I didn't even think about this Full Metal Jacket. The whole oh, beginning, the whole private first snowball. 10 minutes, we couldn't and, have I mean, any of yeah, that. right. Private cowboy. The best forty-five minutes. Queers and steers and yeah. all those lines. And oh stuff. man, back when you people were a little more accepting. Soul Man. Soul Man's. That's the other one that I talked about with uh, I don't know, maybe it was when I got home. Uh, Soul Man's out. That's a blackface movie. Yeah. See Thomas Howell. Hilarious. So many of them. Ridiculous amounts of them. I, I'm excited for this. We got the idea. And people want Even it. a newer one that uh, I don't think they'll play. Do they? I've never noticed on TV, like Tropic Thunder. That's what this guy just said, yeah. uh, Brady McKay. Uh, the Bradys are thinking together. Uh, Brady just <laughs> – unless you just have a second name and you just emailed me real quick, Brady McKay. Yeah, he said Tropic Thunder too. Silver Streak. Gene Wilder oh. goes blackface in that. Stir Crazy probably as yeah. well. See no evil, hear no evil. Yeah, anything those two did together. Oh, You're right. Yeah, Tropic Thunder isn't that old, and you couldn't do it again because of uh, Simple Jack. Any and Kevin Blackface. Spacey movie right now? They're not playing them. <laughs> yeah, Blackface. Why? Because Kevin Spacey's a great Huge guy. Kevin. I don't understand. <laughs> Falling down. Yeah, I wonder if you like we could get into that part of the series of just canceled people. Great movies, canceled people. Kevin Spacey's on the list like because he's in some great movies. And uh, American Beauty is one of the best. I think it won Best Picture. Yeah. If it was, it was nominated. I don't remember if it won or not. Uh, but, yeah, Usual Suspects. Uh, we could get into some really good ones. And then we could have a whole series of uh, problematic Academy Award winning movies that you couldn't re- reshow because they're just horrible by today's miserably stupid standards. I love this idea. Falling Down was another one. Did he lose his mind in that oh, one yeah. with the word? With the Douglas? Nazi guy. Oh, and that's then right. He goes into the ghetto with the, the Mexican dudes. and Oh, yeah. That's right. I wonder if uh, Brokeback Mountain could get done today. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It, yeah, you haven't seen it. 
It's yeah. not favorable towards uh, the lifestyle of. I mean, it, it's a love story between two. It conquered men. all. Uh, didn't conquer a thing. Their love stayed. Drug them behind a truck at the end and killed them. Spoiler alert. Oh, good. I don't have to see it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You didn't watch it. It's no. not something that I it, must have missed the ending. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't I see it. it. I did. You I've, told I me a long time ago you wouldn't watch it. Oh. oh, that was a long time ago. Pulp Fiction? He's grown, see? Brady's yeah. grown into a guy who watches movies, but... But I forgot about <laughs> the... Uh, that's the, that's the yeah. only thing you need to remember about that. Pulp Fiction's weird. Quentin Tarantino seems to get a pass. Yep, somehow he does have yeah. the card. I don't know I don't how. Know. Yeah. Because all of it's bad, but it's almost like it's supposed to be, so... Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Oh, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, yeah. Because they raped that chick in the back, in the back of, the of the car. They're raping that, too. They're raping that? Good God, that's right. They American Pie? Out. American Pie's out. My God, the whole laundry list of movies we could do. Now I'm starting to think. We might have a year. It may not be a summer of movies. We might have a year's worth of movies. Tyrus says, I am Sam. I didn't want to see that when it came out, Tyrus. Come on. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Dan Aykroyd dresses up as the African student in Trading Places. He goes in blackface at that's the end right. of that thing, oh, yeah. too. So that's out. Yep. All these classics. That one little scene would make it so the whole thing's shot for people, and they couldn't even put it out today. I think Simple Jack is one of the funniest ideas I've ever seen. And the discussion about being uh, partial versus full retarded character with a man Going in blackface is the funny. Like, it's such a. I didn't think Tropic Thunder was as funny as everybody else did. I, I just. I, it was okay. Like at the Tom Cruise parts, I didn't understand at all as funny. I didn't get it, but I really loved the Simple Jack. That killed me, and I'm like, and then Robert Downey Jr. being the voice of reason throughout struck me as intentionally a poor choice because it's like the guy in blackface is telling everybody how acting works and how to be better at it and what to do and never never sell out and never and he's literally done a procedure to make himself black. A texter brings up a good point. Brokeback Mountain could be done today unless the actors were gay. Oh, that's, yeah, there you go. That's a good that's, point. That's very true. Yeah. It wouldn't get done today because uh, the guys that did it weren't yeah, homosexual. Weren't get, yeah. It would have to be authentic gays. And then they would be disgusted by the scenes where there are actual real sex scenes in Brokeback Mountain with uh, each wife. Like, oh, good man, ones, yeah. too. Like, pause and toss, good stuff. Heath Ledger and his real wife. And then that bug-eyed girl that uh, the princess won, uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And she gets railed by uh, Gyllenhaal in that thing. And then he rolls her over and starts doing her uh, Brokeback Mountain style <laughs> against her will. So it's kind of a rape in that as well. Risky Surprise. business. Did Sean Penn Risky catch any heat for out? doing milk? Yeah, he wasn't. You know, he won an award for it. I know. But that would... Uh, you couldn't do that today. Sean Penn can't play game. Run out of town! Right. You can't have straight Penn as... Harvey Milk. Yeah, the laundry. It's a list that never ends. Never ends. Oh, American History X. I thought about that one too, Maybe. but I was just... I don't know. It's pretty brutal. Oh, it's pretty brutal, but it's supposed to be to make the... I wonder if anybody would stand up against like what the real message of that movie is, which is how wrong they were. I think they would. Just uh, probably, because, just because, because imagery, of what leads yeah, up to it. People are too stupid to understand yep. that the story has to be told a certain way to get you out of it. The accused. <laughs> Tyrus, I know. I'm... Tyrus, I think, wants to uh, make everybody more uncomfortable than anything. The accused is just... But that's a movie where you had to have the rape. Based on a true story. The accused is not problematic. The guys who did it go to court, right? Yeah. Speaking of court, Amber Heard lost. 
and then immediately went to woke world uh, headlines saying this is now any woman that's got a complaint is uh, uh, assumed a liar. Or maybe uh, you just lied. A jury of your peers thinks that you weren't 100% up and up on this thing. So it went to trial. Your accusations were taken very – she said, nobody takes my accusations seriously. A woman can't be taken – you went to trial. The coverage was unreal. Your uh, lawyers got a chance to make your case, and everybody watching kind of said, she doesn't seem like she's telling the truth. The jury of five men and two women right. found – Oh, sure. <laughs> so what? The, I know. It doesn't you matter. still have two women that could have made it a, a – you know, it could have ended it. Yeah. it. You just look at it and like, stop making everything some political. St- you lost. And it wasn't a shot at all. Not women. all the way. I like Bill Maher's statement about, uh, yeah, she got a couple back out of the 15 <laughs> she owes. She's getting t- a $2 million discount. So that's like, a, you know, 10% off. And then California law kicks in. He's still winning some money, but oh, yeah, you know, yeah. there's no. a maximum now. Right. It, at the end of the day, it just goes to prove who was the better actor. Exactly. Because it was Johnny Depp as sure. the one that sold it. Completely. But I think the, the key to the whole thing was she, she, the argument now with the feminists and the women's right movement is that her accusations didn't get taken seriously. And that's just sore loser talk. Your accusations most certainly did get taken seriously. It went directly to court. You got your fair day in court. Now, you didn't like the outcome, so you're screaming that, of course, women are not taken seriously. But that's not the case. And Bill Maher said this a few weeks ago, which I really liked. He said, uh, of course you're to be taken seriously, but that doesn't mean you've forgotten how to lie. It doesn't mean that women just all of a sudden are immune to lying. And there's still that side, that it's not about women and men, and it has been unbalanced for years that the man usually wins. Uh, A case like in the past, a man's word was stronger than a woman's. That's just American history. That's world history. But the fact is that it doesn't. It has not stopped a woman's right to lie. Deshaun Watson's going through this thing in Cleveland. Another woman came forward. I watched the uh, Real Sports segment about that on HBO. I believed the one woman immediately. Like it's like, wow, this happened. The next one made me think. I'm not so sure she because she uh, finished him off and then started to text him and call. And like, there's certain aspects of I felt uncomfortable being true, and then getting over it. And then when you didn't get your way, suddenly you're back to square one saying, oh, no, no, that was a sexual assault. To me, it goes – like if I'm on a jury and this just goes – like if you see me on your jury someday and part of your story is, yes, it was a very uncomfortable day. Then I dated him three more times and then he disappeared and now I'm mad about the first thing again. I'm out. out. As a yeah. jury member, I'm like, you got over it. Well, no, there was a – uh, I, a victim usually stops understanding that. Like, well, then that's that's no longer my issue. Because if he because if he's truly a predator, this would have happened like most every time you guys went out. If he had the guts to do it the first time he met you, the next time he's going to do something terrible, and the next time or one of the next few times, his worst crime was he didn't date you and you didn't hit for the eight jack- months. Yeah, you didn't hit the jackpot. Again, I always go back to my hero Ben Roethlisberger. That first lady, they had consensual sex. Ben was a dick. Told her he'd take her to dinner at this big function. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm this golf tournament. I'm, I'm a huge part of it. I'm taking it out. She emailed friends. Oh my god, my ship has come in. Uh, ben Roethlisberger and I are. He's taking me out tonight. Ben skipped town. Ghost. Never talked to her again. Rape. And that's on Ben for being an idiot. But her emails 
exonerate him, in my opinion. Her emails, and that's the reason why the whole thing's like, there's nothing here, lady. You're not, we're not going to go arrest him for this. You agreed. You, you basically were dying to go to dinner with him that night, and he turned, he turned into yeah. a complete asshole. No law against that. Lesson learned. You uh, got duped. Lesson learned. I don't feel sorry for anybody in the Tinder swindler because you fell for the act. And then when the guy didn't deliver what you thought he was, you want to cry rape and a false pre- – yeah, but you didn't do any research at all. Which goes back to the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing, and I think Portnoy over there at uh, Barstool Sports had a great point. He goes, "Where's the Washington Post's responsibility in all of this? It used to be a newspaper would print something and be partially responsible for what was in print. They printed Amber Heard's story, did they no go with research, it right away, and they say, well, it's an opinion piece. Well, not when it's loaded with accusations. It's no longer an opinion piece. It's a it's a structured accusation. It is not a, It's not her opinion that Johnny Depp hit her." It's her statement of fact against Johnny Depp that this happened. And they're supposed to be journalists investigating things and printing uh, truth. And they're like, well, we don't have anything to do with it. She wrote it and we just printed it without any. And there is probably – if I'm Johnny Depp, that's the next stop. I'm going well, to the Washington Post and I'm going to hammer them to the walls well, too. Well, he did in England two, Got the about two years ago printed. and uh, the uh, judge favored the publication. Maybe because it came out of the Washington Post first. Correct. A yeah. lot of the at the time like, well, they, they agreed like the that he did this. Right. And well, so now this jury sees it the other way that they finally tried. You know, it's a defamation case. Johnny was going after that right. publication. But if a newspaper sure. reports something that turns out not to be true, and now he's got a courtroom saying most of it wasn't, I'm going to go right to that newspaper and go, and you guys are on the hook now for being part of this, and I would sue them too. Yeah, it doesn't mean that people have stopped – they've lost the capability of lying just because we have women's rights. Uh, and, and, and all accusations should be taken seriously. But for Amber Heard to say it wasn't is just wrong. And this court case, how long is this? This thing feels like it's been going on since the late 90s. And she can uh, challenge it again. Yeah, well, if she wants to, but I mean – She can? It's a, yeah. She can, she can go back in to challenge the amounts, yep. basically saying, I, I don't think that that was a fair verdict. She can't go back and reverse it and say okay. it's not, but she can go back and say, I want the amounts lessened for these reasons and these reasons and whatever. So it'll it'll drag on. But they're not going to go retry this again. Okay. That's basically a civil case. It comes down to, do you have that money to challenge that again? Because right. I can't imagine what that cost you, you, was. And, and maybe the judges will be like, nope, that's the final thing and you're going to end up on Like they did with OJ. OJ went back in and said, I don't think that amount's fair when Fred Goldman got all of it. And they basically structured something to say you can't touch anything after the after the fact. The HOF stuff and all the the money he makes after is yours. Uh, the any endorsements he gets that's going pension. towards the pile, but you can't touch his pension and you can't you can't make him destitute. He he has to be able to live a life because he's been convicted of nothing. So it's just a civil case, cause of death. So he owes. But yeah, I, I it was frustrating to watch Amber Heard and then all the publications that ran that TMZ and. All the news saying Amber Heard's case, a setback for women. No, it's not. No, it's not. If you've got enough – I still firmly believe that if your evidence is there and uh, and you have a good case – and she presented herself as a complete liar with two or three things in that – the little bits I watched. And the world was just wrapped up in this thing. Yeah. So my phone wouldn't stop buzzing with the results yesterday. I got yeah. update after update. I'm like, Jesus, we care that much. But They the, made her – you know, that ba- the thing that uh, – the seven million dollars she got in the divorce was all going to the 
two charities. Yeah. She pledged that, and that never happened. It right. wasn't happening. Well, bottom like, line is there were that two, looked bad. two moments of the whole trial where she's like, this happened on this date and this time. It's like, well, no, it didn't because you were here and he was there. And it's like, oh, right, well, the dates are wrong. You don't have any evidence. Yep. You're just throwing stuff up and see what sticks. Johnny didn't even show up. No. It's great. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm good. He was playing with Jeff gig. Beck or something the night before. So, yeah, I, I I don't know the real story or whatever, but you had your day in court. Sure, it can be slanted one direction or another, but you had your day in court. I look at the OJ verdict the same way. They had their day in court. Now, people will argue that, oh, he has all that money, so he got out of there. Could be true, but if you've got it, you would do it too. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no way that you're going to sit there and you know say, "Well, I'm being convicted of a of a crime that I say I didn't commit." Uh, but deep down, we all know I did. Uh, but I've got a guy who's willing to give me ten million dollars of legal fees. And you, oh no, no, no! I want it to be completely fair. You're going to take that money. You're going to take all your resources and try to get the hell out of there. Every human being on the planet would do what OJ did. Did you see the uh, the judge too? Also said to the jury. They're sealed for one year. Yeah, they can't write NDAs or no interviews, nothing. Yep. Good. I they just kind of let this too. die down and, yep. and move on. But, yeah, the, the frustration uh, is that Amber Heard just didn't make any sense a lot of the times. I didn't think Johnny Depp I, – well, I think it, they both ended up looking terrible in the end of this. But bottom line, one of them was going to come out a winner, and it was him. And it was not because he's got so much more money – she made like 10 or 11 real easy. Like, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm like, that doesn't make sense. It's before she said this happened. Yeah. Now she's got bruise makeup before it happened. Before I mean, it was even produced. She's not talking about the times that she had bruises before the date she claimed all this started. None of this adds up. And then, you know, her crazy thing of when he said she was punching me. I wasn't punching you. I was hitting you. Huh? It's, isn't that... You, he's trying to say you were abusive to him. You're saying, no, I wasn't. It was open hands. Quit being a pussy. <laughs> yeah, quit being a baby. So, yeah, I was, I was happy to see. And I'll say this, and you know how mad women would get with this? For all men, we won one yesterday. Congratulations, guys. We got one. Because <laughs> women would be celebrating as a, as a gender. We got one yesterday. Don't well, worry. They might get another with Cosby going yeah. back to court. Guys, we're like we're at like an 800 win percentage. It's awesome for men yesterday. What a day for men. We're not allowed to say that. What a great day for men. Hurrah! But I look at Deshaun Watson's case and see 23 people with one lawyer. And I think Deshaun Watson did something. But I think the dangerous thing is of those 23 people, some of them are lying. To just get on this gravy train. Yeah, I and did that. that and I'm, I'm ashamed of that, yeah. but I did it. You know what? I'm, I regret I did that. Who? Deshaun? The women. The 23 women that some of them oh, that fact. none of them like, are saying it. I, none of them are saying Well, no, not, I see what you're saying. Like, they regret that they were part of Deshaun Watson's thing. But they didn't, like, four or five of them had sex with him. And they're still in on it. And it was... And he's saying it's consensual. I didn't rape four women, and right. then they waited 10 years till somebody said that. The first girl's accusations are so tame but still so inappropriate that you're like, she's not making any of this up. But she was the first one to come forward. She's basically like, it was, I, I left the Like, she cried and ran away. She cried and ran away. Like, she's like, am I reading this right? Is this, is this about to happen to me? Like, is this guy being this inappropriate? And she kind of let it lay until, you know, 
she put it out there, and then like other girls like that happened to me too. And then a few of them are lying. There are a few liars. So in the world of women, when there's tons of money, they sprinkle in liars. I told you, I, t- I, were, I talked to that guy who used to work in public relations and said, anytime you get an accusation against somebody with money and then you get a couple, hire a couple of girls to go say they've done it, that, they, that, that you know have been in a room with that guy and say he did it to me too, and have their timelines not add up and then have them removed and then it places doubt in all the rest of them because they'll do it. And that's, to me, the Deshaun Watson thing's going to get thrown out no matter what he did because there's some of them are lying. There's just no way 23 people had the same experience with that guy in the same year and a half. And I already saw the one interview with the one girl. I'm like, you're, you're done because you ended up chasing him around until he just ghosted you. And then you said it was all sexually inappropriate. And she had crocodile tears and all that. And I'm like, I don't buy you. The ones that had sex with him, immediately when you have consensual sex with a guy, you can't go back and say he sexually harassed you once. Before that, you had sex with him. He didn't sexually harass you that badly if you had sex with him a few days later. Out. Let alone if you tell anyone. Right, yeah. Like those are the, those things where if he starts in with that and he throws his elbow up against you, you just keep this between us and leaves, and then you text him back, say, want another massage? You're out. <laughs> you're out. Unless you're setting him up. And evidently, he didn't feel too bad about, like, I know this. If I'm in a massage thing and I'm putting my penis, because that's essentially what he was doing, he'd wait for them to rub right in that area and he'd always take his pants off. And then he could, because I don't have this skill because I don't have a penis this size, he could move his own wiener like a hand and put it over the top of their hands. Oh, man. That's pretty awesome. Like, I wish I had that ability. I wouldn't abuse it. Eh, maybe I would. I probably have done it to you by now in our time together. <laughs> I just yeah. reached over while I'm, I got my hand on your shoulder and another one pointing at the computer screen, and then you'd feel another hand rubbing you. That would be my wang because I got uh, full hand control. But he would move his pee-pee onto these girls' hands while they were rubbing his, his pelvis and stuff, and they would flip out. And then he would Yeah, rub- that would be a little shocking. Yeah, and then he <laughs> sometimes would finish if you read the thing. Not supposed to do that. Now, I know if I did that, I had the skills to do that during a massage, and I did it, and she cried and left the room. When she calls or texts me the next time, it's a trap. I wouldn't go back unless I felt like I I didn't do anything wrong. Deshaun went back a few to the few of them, and then they had sex, and then the trap got set. It's that that one's all crooked too. Another big day for men coming up in court with that one. <laughs> Guys need to be nicer. Uh, girls need to understand that if you don't want a guy with his pants off in the room, even if you're a doctor, you walk out right then and there. That's it. If a guy's pants are off, that's the rule. And you stay in the room, because, and he's not holding you down because that's against the law already, and you, you decide to say, well, this is part of the problem. All massage therapists should, allow, should never have pants off. should never be a pants-off dance-off with a, with a business transaction, ever, unless you're a doctor. Ever. And Ever. what do doctors do? Which will be t- they have a, it's a buddy well, system. Yeah. Well, also you bring put someone else in there when they're doing yep. exams. Yeah. Always have a witness. Yeah. When the balls are out, if somebody's pants are off, and you're in a room alone with them, go get a witness. That's a good rule, especially if it's been Trip and I have this rule. I'm going to take my pants off now, so go get Susan. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, and I get Susan, and then we'll have talks with his pants off. I don't know why he does it, but there's a witness, and it never gets it never gets uh, you know wonky. Now I'm going to move it like a hand. Watch this. Neat. I'm impressed. <laughs> Here it comes. Woot, woot. 
<laughs> All right, that this meeting is over. All I can't right, lift fine. my hand. I can't, I know the weight of it. It keeps paper down in a hurricane. But yeah, if you've got somebody and massage therapists, I don't want to hear it. I've been to physical therapy for my hips and never once had my pants off for physical therapy. And they are doing massage work and everything else on the hip. And my pants are still on. Never had to take them off. Ever. There's no reason for your pants to be off. And if you are in a room with somebody whose pants are off, leave. Put your pants on. And what they did give me was a big pair of pants. They gave me a, the, When I go to get x-rays and stuff at uh, the doctor to make sure everything's still okay, I get these giant... Weird paper pants. Like MC Hammer and stuff I don't like know that? What, just, yeah, kind of, but I don't know what they're made of, but they're, they're they, like short. because they don't want that wrecking ball swinging in. Yeah, they don't need this. Well, they, they've seen the x-rays and they're like, something is wrong with his scrotum. <laughs> a, I don't want to see that in person. I might start puking up my soup. But yeah, so that's the rule. But Amber Heard, you got your day in court. This is not detrimental to women or accusations. It's detrimental to Amber Heard, who did a bad job stating her case and thought she was going to get away with you know, blasting a guy in the Washington Post. And Dave Portnoy's right. Why is the Washington Post off the hook? How long till she does porn? Oh, I mean, man. what else is she going to do? <laughs> There's no studios going to touch her. That's true. She's going to be on one of those Bang Brothers buses or something like that. Well, we can only <laughs> dream, Brett. I don't I know. You know, sometimes it works the other way, like in that situation that she's a controversial person yeah. in a movie. It sells tickets. Or you might get some feminist act movement that thinks that she got railroaded. Correct. And start you have that. Girls. Yeah. But I hope Brett's right. I hope I, am, I hope Bang Bus makes her an offer and she takes it. <laughs> if she's on, I hope she's only fans. One of those videos where uh, ladies get stuck under tables because that—that's the new one, yeah. That I love. That, I mean, you want to talk about treating women terribly? So the two, like a that for one, one of my girl was chasing a tennis ball. I'm like, what are they, what is she doing? So why is she looking? She's like a puppy. She like a tennis ball had her attention and it rolled under the table. And when she went to get it, she got stuck under the table. They get their hands stuck in the garbage disposal oh, and, and then stuff. A guy, and, a guy, the yeah. plumber comes up and starts right. banging them before he releases her hand on that. And we, you know, that's like totally hilarious. It happens every day. It happens <laughs> all the time. How many countless amount of times a man comes home, his wife is stuck under the couch or bed or something like that. And you're like, well, I might as well give her a run before I help her out. <laughs> it never occurs. Never once has a pizza man ever shoved his wang through the bottom of the box. If it happened, you'd start beating up the pizza man. And this goes to all men. You're supposed to keep your peepees in at all times. Always. Never take your pants off for anything. I'm protecting you guys. If you take your pants off at the massage that move therapist, never works. It's, even if it's not a move, do not trust. If you've got any money or success in your life, don't trust someone that says take your clothes off. If you don't know them, don't trust them. Always, even if it's like sexual. Just like, mm, I don't know you. Get to know somebody if you've got something to lose. If you're a broke dick, bang away. Take your clothes off. Drop trout. Nobody's ever going to accuse you, poor guy, of making them sexually uncomfortable. They're not thinking about it. If you are poor, you're probably not going to too many massage therapists anyway. Yeah. That's- this never happens to poor people. <laughs> ever. Poor people never go to massage therapists and have their dicks moving around onto hands and then get accused of sexual harassment and sued for their $12. It doesn't happen. It tends to only happen to people with tons and tons of money. So if you got anything to lose, keep your pants on until you know the person. I know that's tough. 
Tinder swindler is a perfect example. Ladies, a guy's pants are off. Stay away. Men, a woman wants your pants off before you really know who she is and you get something to lose. Keep your pants on. Little life lessons from me as we uh, traverse this thing called life. What you can do is pull your pants up and head on over to our – it's Operation Hydration Day. Somehow or another we got that going on. It's back. Operation Hydration is upon us right now. I just watched the crew pull out of the parking lot. Now, normally Brett or somebody would be tagging along, but we're short. We're down a man without Toledo. So we actually do need you to stay. But our crew's out there this morning, uh, and uh, where is it? We're kicking it off the right way, too. We got tickets for you. Oh, this is big, yeah, because uh, to make good for the fact that it's just a couple of promo kids. <laughs> uh, we go to Safeway on East McDowell and 3rd Street this morning. You can drop off a case of water to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission. we got a water drive trying to blow up, and uh, Motley Crew tickets yeah. are out there, like a load of them, right? Yeah, those big stadium. Yeah. I, and I think they, I, from what I understand, I believe that they have them on site, and you yeah, gotta, you got to be you got to be there. Yeah. Gotta, I think it's just the one. I think it oh, might just be just one, one pair. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, you have to be there. It's not one of those drawings we'll draw at the station. Somebody's going to get... We're Walk gonna, away with tickets, from right. what I understand. Yeah. All right. Well, find out and head on down to 3rd Street and McDowell. Uh, the crew's out there, and you can pick, uh, drop off water. We're waiting for that drinking team in that semi again. Hopefully they come through. If not, uh, we still did great without them last year. That was just big-time bonus, and uh, it's back again. Another year of Operation Hydration as the temperatures rise. The numbers were astounding in the last couple of years of people who uh, had heat-related death or uh, severe hospitalizations, and uh, we got to stop that. It's just a glass of water. That's really all that you need. It'll save lives. And uh, the, the water stations in Phoenix Rescue Mission driving around with their rescue trucks, and I've seen the them. constant. It's the strangest thing in the world. When you see one, you're like, hey. And they're handing water out. We're talking like, about. Wow. It is, it is necessary. It truly is necessary in the, in the desert. And it's about to get smoking hot, so we all know what's coming. Uh, let's help out. We are the fifth largest city in America. No one should die because they couldn't get a cup of water. It's basically a rule. Uh, we're helping out with that. You guys do a great thing. So 3rd Street and McDowell this morning at the Safeway. Head on down there and do your part. Maybe get yourself some tickets to go see the crew. Uh, let's get a wake-up song and start this day off proper. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.